Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very flashy episode of the Bird Brothers podcast. I may have a mustache and not too much muscles, but hey, I'm Falcon, joining you today with the most muscly, beefcakiest anime podcaster on this side of the ocean, Condor. How are we doing today, Mighty Muscle Condor? What's going on, muscle fans? Welcome to the Muscle Podcast, where we talk about our amazing muscles, our biceps, triceps, quadriceps, all chest. We're going to freaking bench 50 right now. Let's go. Muscle time. Are you ready, Muscle Falcon? Let's do it, Muscle Condor. Do it. One, two, three. I'm not actually, I'm not actually doing anything like that. But if you if you like muscles, also you can muscle. the right Welcome to the Bird Brothers podcast, all you freaking fricks. Hopefully, you all are doing great. Whatever day you're listening to this, you know we're all having a really fun time already. I already need to take a sip of my water. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going overboard today you're going overboard we had a very fun episode it doesn't really have much to do with muscles but we just there's there's one particular part we enjoyed uh but yeah uh we hope you all are doing well we watched the entertainment district arc of demon slayer for this that's week right. that's right and uh well, i actually i also watched the first episode of season two because it was technically an original episode uh, i don't know if you watched that one did you watch that one no. It was basically uh, all right. Well, real quick, I just we're not going to get right into it. We're going to discuss, but I do want to say that this uh, this podcast is obviously spoilers for Demon Slayer because yes. obviously it's not the beginning of it. So if you have not watched Demon Slayer, or have not watched this uh, uh, part of the show, the series, then just you'll probably not want to <laughs> listen to it, and then you'll be spoiled, mm-hmm. and it'll be bad. Yeah, so, you don't want to get spoiled, do you? But so basically, it basically just starts out with Rengoku searching for this like other demon called the Slasher, and he just basically kills it. That was basically the show. The, Pretty the much just more Rengoku fan service. If you want but, to see uh, more but you know, before we get into it, you know, how was how's your week been? You know, how you been doing anything cool? Uh, no, I've just been very busy this week. Um, I've had a lot of after hours work that was planned and. One of the days I didn't have that, I said other stuff I had to do, so it just didn't didn't get really do a whole lot. Uh, I usually log into ESO like daily to get the daily login rewards. I didn't even do that a lot of this week. It was just busy uh, and whatnot. So uh, yeah, I did, I watched all this. We record on this on Saturday. I watched all this on Friday because uh, that was really just the first chance I had to really watch anything where I wasn't just tired enough to not memorize it. Uh, if it was like after work and afterwards the hour stuff and I watched anything, I, I've been rewatching Chuck. So I was I was watching some some Chuck if I was just like too tired to like remember what happened in the anime. Uh, so yeah, that's really all I've done. Work Chuck, Demon Slayer, next week's probably gonna be about the same. So I so actually uh I've actually I actually platinumed a game on uh, my Whoa! Oh that's right. Whoa, whoa, hold hold the applause, hold the applause. Yes, yes. I have platinum to get. It wasn't actually that hard. It was super easy. You you've heard of Spyro, right? Uh, yeah, Spyro the Dragon, the, the Spyro Reignited trilogy that, that's come out uh, a few years ago. Yeah, I basically I uh, was playing through the first game of that, and I just realized how easy it was to just get all the trophies. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna get all the trophies. I did yeah. that. I beat the game 120 percent because that's what happens when you go to like the extra level after you 100 percent everything else. Got all the trophies, got all the skill points, and it's just like, okay, I got a platinum. Okay. And now I'm playing through the second game right now, and uh, it is also very uh, easy as well. I'm already halfway through the second game. Games aren't very long, 
uh, and they're very fun, but uh, they're very, very beautiful looking game as well. So I've been doing that, and uh, you know, I'm already halfway through the game, halfway through the trophies as well. So I'll play a little bit more of that, and I'm sure I'll get that platinum as well. And then I'll move on to the third one and get a platinum as well. So if you, if you, I know you like to do trophy hunting, if you want an easy platinum trophy, go for Spyro. Get the Stit the Spiral Reignited trilogy. Very fun platformer, very fun game. It's it's very good. It's a very good game. Yeah. Uh, when I moved into this apartment a couple of years ago, I picked it up to play on my Xbox because I was gonna be had I was letting someone I think borrow my PlayStation at the time. Oh no, I was waiting to get my, my PS5. I got that shortly after I moved in here. Uh so I was just like, eh, I'll just buy it on Xbox. I need more Xbox games. And I'm still in the first game, but I, I was enjoying it. I need to finish some Platinums. I have two trophies left on Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and I just haven't started it up to do it. I made a mistake. Uh, one of them I need to do is the Platinum, and the only other actual one I need is to return 10 shots by using the shield thing, which I'm really bad at. Um, but uh, I was like, I'll just restart it, because only certain bullets can be returned by Like, not all bullets can be like returned by this Void Reactor thing. Um, so I was like, I'll just start over, because some of the enemies weren't spawning a like in some of the areas that said it could after I beat the game, like some enemies would spawn, but not the ones that like I could return the shots for. So like, I'll just start over. And then uh, the very beginning has a lot of gun people, but it's not the shots you can return. So now I'm having to like replay through the game until I get to that point again. So that it's fun. But yes. Uh, yeah. Well, other than, other than gaming, uh, mm-hmm. had some fun things happen as well. Um, uh, Tuesday night, my, uh, my, my uh, mini fridge actually broke. Oh um, no! Basically, uh, my mom was cleaning it. She was shaving the ice, and I guess she punctured a hole through it. That uh, it just stopped the from whole working. Like, you open the I opened the whole fridge, and uh, it just smells like antifreeze the whole time. It's completely busted. I had to take yeah, all my drinks the line. Yeah, so I actually bought one on Amazon uh, the next day on Wednesday, and it literally came on Thursday. It came in one day, Ooh. so I have it. Um, it's actually a it's a RCA, that's the brand. They do like electric, like TVs and stuff too. It's so it's cool. Yeah, they're they're an older company. They used to be a lot more uh, well known. Uh, this is it's actually it's, it's a lot. It's a little bit smaller than my old one, but it does the job well. You know, it keeps my drinks nice and cool. Yeah, you know, oh. you don't gotta get leave your room to get drinks. That's the worst. No, I know. I, I've literally lived with my mini fridge for like the past probably ten years of my life, and literally, I just can't live without one now. It's just so convenient. I can literally just open up a fridge, mm, take a sip of water, and it's just like, oh, I don't have to get up. No, what does is a pain in the butt is the bathroom's literally on the opposite side of my house, so oh. it's it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Did you uh like a a toilet, like a portable toilet or something you stick in your room. You just I'm like stop. I'm like you yo, I need to install a bathroom into my room. I don't even care. Yeah. I just want a toilet so I don't have to get up. <laughs> that would be ultimate laziness. Oh my god, that would that would but, be uh, the ultimate laziness. And, uh, you invent also, a, a gaming chair that just has like a toilet, like a pot underneath it, so you can just. I actually want to. I actually want to Google that. See if that's a thing. Oh my god. Probably. But anyway, there was uh, a meme that happened several years ago where someone invented like gamer diapers, and like the the graphics were so good, some people weren't sure if it was fake or not. But yeah, I was talking about it had this new technology that just like, like uh, melt like. <sighs> incinerated like anything as like as it hit it so you didn't ever have to even like change it you would just use the that bathroom and it would like very burn it away that yeah like it was fake. very clearly fake but they did such a well job so people were like 
wait, is this actually legit? It's like, no, that can't be legit. It's like, but what if it is? It's like, but it, it's not. <laughs> like, it was like, okay. I, I don't like, think I believe that. Um, Because first of all, if there was something that hot laugh, on your it was butt, hilarious. If it was something that hot in your butt, it would burn you. Like, probably really badly yeah. if it were in center. That's just, whoo, can't believe all the Jesus people. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway. I think I said this last week on the podcast, but I've been uh, recently. I've been being woken up a lot by a, a car alarm going off. I, I did you did you did say that? So uh, it's still been going off. It went off uh, a few days. Uh, Tuesday, uh, I woke up Wednesday night to that sound, and you know, I decided I had enough. I had enough of this damn car alarm waking me up. Woke me up at six a.m. on Wednesday. And I'm just like, this is my day off. I want to sleep. I didn't go back to bed. I literally just stayed up at six. So I was like, I've had enough of this stuff. So I go to my mom, like, okay, we need to call the police because this has literally been going on for two weeks. So, so we call them. Uh, so I go outside and I snap a picture of the car. So I get the license plate number, the car and the make. And I, and I was like, oh no, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, oh, it's fine. I'm just going to take a picture. It'll literally be like two minutes. And it was completely fine. Obviously I, I went outside. I took the picture. And apparently this person's a Lyft driver as well. So very funny. Ha ha ha. So, uh-huh, so I get the information, we write it down, and uh, my mom calls the non-emergency police, and she's like, we have this problem with this car that's been going on for two weeks. Can you uh, do anything about it? And you know what the police do? No, we can't do anything about it. Nothing at all. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, then what, what, what's your damn job then, non-emergency? This is a non-emergency, but it's a disturb. It's freaking disturbing the peace. Steph, we're not definitely the only ones on the street who get yeah, woken yeah. up by this dang alarm, but we did yeah, find out. I would if you call again, just call and actually say you need to make a noise complaint and just give them like the address. So, so here's the thing: we gave them the car number and like the license plate and like what type of car it is, and they said that this car apparently isn't registered on our street as like a car. So, like, it's not like it's not anyone. Someone basically what that means is nobody on our street like owns this car that keeps going off. Yeah. So we're like, all right, cops are useless. So what we did is, uh, my mom wrote a note and she left it on the car. Um, and ever since then, uh, has it hasn't gone off? That's good. I, I actually, we don't. I, I now that I've memorized it, I haven't even seen it. Like I, I'm looking at my window right now, and like you, from where I could see is usually where the car would be. But I'm not. It hasn't been there. We've been looking. Though I will say that on Wednesday, I was looking out the window a lot, and the person didn't look at the note until like between three and four p.m. So I assume maybe this person works like the nighttime, and he just works lift Probably. at the night or something. But I guess he's just never seen it after. He's, we've never seen the car after that. I don't know if that means it's gone, but I've literally had two nights of good sleep. So I'm like, that's all right, good. I'm happy about that. We'll take that. So, uh, and that's just about it for my week. It's been a little fun. A little. I, I, I had to spend like $130 on the mini fridge. Hopefully I fit, solved my damn car alarm problem I've been having. Other than that, I've I've been good. You know, I I've just been gaming, watching anime, watching this amazing anime that I literally felt like I I I literally wanted to keep watching it like in one. I was kind of disappointed when it was over. I was like, ah, come on. Uh, uh, I know, right? It was just so like action packed. I guess we should just jump right into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I guess. All right. So as I mentioned, this is we're gonna get to spoilers at this point. So uh, if you do not want to listen to spoilers, then kindly jump out right now. Mm-hmm. And if you are, then enjoy a happy birthday. Enjoy this 11-minute podcast. Yay. Yeah. All right. All so, right. What, what, so basically, uh, for those who don't know, the Entertainment District arc is basically a continuation after the Mugen Train arc, which is uh, the movie, also the beginning of season two. 
And don't even get me started on on how I think that's stupid of season two to do the Mugen train thing again, when you can literally also watch the 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 movie on like Crunchyroll if you're watching on Crunchyroll, you know, because mm-hmm. most people are probably watching this anime on Crunchyroll. So it's like, what's the point of watch putting like the, the thing in that? But that's not why we're here. And it's, it's yeah, a- I think I kind of understand why it's like, oh, if you couldn't see the movie, you can see it as part of the show. You don't have to like go out of your way. But yeah, I think I would have rather them just be like, hey, we're putting like I would have rather them have just been like, it's a shorter season, but we're gonna air the movie on TV for a couple weeks in a row for those who missed it in theaters or whatever. And then you could have just had the movie and then. No, that that's stupid the because the they, cause they have the, they have, they have crunch. Well, I guess in Japan, you can't get access to Crunchyroll. They have a right. It depends there. on the availability there. I think for us, it's just like, Oh yeah, it's on Funimation. It's on Crunchyroll. It's on all these places. Uh, I still, watch think it. still think it's dumb. Uh, besides you could just get a VPN and just watch Crunchyroll if you live in Japan right. anyway, you know? So, but do they know about Crunchyroll? They might legit not know it's a thing. I don't know. I have no idea. I just personally, from my opinion here in America, I think it's a dumb, uh, dumb practice to have mm-hmm. to do that. And Shonen just do that a lot. I know uh, Dragon Ball Super did that. They did it with the first two movies. They had the first two movies from, for like res- from Battle of Gods and Resurrection of F as like in the anime. I mean, yeah, they expanded upon some aspects, but they did the same thing with uh, Mugen Train. I heard. I didn't watch the Mugen Train arc. Um, uh, in the anime, I had a friend who watched it. He said, besides the first episode, everything was pretty much exactly. The I, same. I heard, so. I heard from my friend. Uh, my friend told me that they went into Rengoku's character a bit more. Okay. I guess just to make it feel bad for him, and they added some other like small things as well. Which you know, I mean, it doesn't really warrant a rewatch. I just rather rewatch the movie. I mean, again. I felt bad enough for him in the movie. Like, I don't feel like I need to feel even worse for him necessarily. Yeah, push it in you. You got to feel bad for this guy. You got, you got to yeah. do it. So, uh, so yeah, and then, uh, so anyway, Entertainment District, all right, basically takes place after Mugen Train, where basically we got the sound Hashira guy, whose name I am forgetting, he, Tengen uh, Uzui, Tengen yeah, Tengen, Uzui yeah. basically, he mm-hmm. basically, he's, he's like trying to kidnap these like girls from the Butterfly Mansion, uh, where Tanjiro and crew are staying, and they're yeah. like, oh, why you do this? Why you take these girls? He's like, I need these girls to go on a mission. And Tanjiro's like, yo, we're going to do it instead. So that's how the mission starts. Yeah. That's how it's legendary the, arc out of all the girls, only one was officially like a Demon Slayer core person. So like, well, you can't she even take them. Like, they're not members of the core. It. it was like, oh, oh, yeah, it's just her. Well, I'll take her. And like, now nah, you can take us. It's fine. But yeah, they, they're, they've healed up mostly after the Mugen train. They've been training for months. And then they're like, all right. New I think they said four months. It was four months, roughly four or five months. Yeah, yeah. But basically, it also we also get the we also get to see uh, Tanjiro go to Rengoku's place and meet mm-hmm. his little brother and his dad, and uh, we get some like story stuff happening mm-hmm. there. Basically, Tanjiro finds out that his Hinokami Kagura style is called the Sun Style, right? It was called the Sun Style. Uh, yeah, sun breathing, I believe. It's called sun breathing. So, and we find out it's like everything came from sun breathing. The it sun was like breathing the original the beginning. And everything, so that was that happened. We didn't really focus that much on that, but nah, Goku's dad was like, "How dare you, Sun Breather, come here?" And Tanjiro's like, "What's that?" Then he's like, yeah. "You know what it is." Ah, uh, and, and then and then and then later he gets he gets a little bit yeah. like, "Oh yeah, thank you for all you did," but that's not important. So basically, yeah, yeah Entertainment District Arc, which if you don't know, uh, from like old style Japan, there's like. Uh, these places where you know women can be bought and sold and stuff. If he's bought his wives and to be shown for entertainment and stuff, mm-hmm. it's very tame in this. But if you watch like other types of anime, like obviously it gets to more like 
sexual functions of it. Like some people mm-hmm. like use it for sex and stuff. Obviously, Demon Slayer didn't like focus on that. Obviously, no, it seemed uh, more like a hostess club kind of deal for what we saw. It seemed more like they were just like eating and drinking in the company of women kind of deal. And then the houses bought the women to use or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there was some, you know, they just didn't focus on it. Yeah, yeah they focus on it. Show it. But I know, like uh, Gintama and the anime Gintama, they have that type. They have that uh, city in there because it's like kind of like the same style, the same yeah. like period, I guess, in a sense. So it's and essentially had, like uh, an Edo era, like red light district, essentially. It's like Kamarucho, but back in the past, Condor. Whoa, that's Whoa. crazy. Oh, but yeah, that's basically where uh, this season takes place. And uh, there's a demon apparently abducting some of the girls there. Or like they're dis- the girls are disappearing, I guess. And we don't know if they're being killed or abducted. Uh, so that's that's basically what's happening. So why don't we why don't we move on to the some of the mm-hmm. characters, and we can basically talk about them. Well, also, so basically, it's kind of hard to talk about characters in a shonen anime. We decided because kinda, it's kind of like it's following the same people as before, and they haven't really changed that much. So we are going to talk about so we're going to talk about the new character Tengen Uzui, which is the sound mm-hmm. Ashura, because we know a lot about him, and then yeah. we're going to also just talk about the other four characters: uh, Tanjiro, Nezuko, Zenitsu, and Inosuke. And we're basically yeah, talk about like what really we thought about there this that season. Much. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll let's recap the old four first, and then we'll get yeah, into sure. Tingen. Uh. So first off, we have the boy, Mr. Tanjiro. Uh. Kind of what do you think of Tanjiro in season two? What do you think about oh, yeah. differences? He's still, he's still basically the same guy, you know. Uh. The Rengoku's death kind of did change him a little bit. It made him more determined to get stronger and to not be mm-hmm. as helpless in a situation like that. So he was really trained his ass off. He got he's gotten a little better at the Hinokami Kagura style, you know, not too much better, but he's gotten better at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, he's still like the same old guy. Really respect him. Really love him. It, he's Very really compassionate. It, it's really it's really he's a really smart person, you know. It, uh, honestly, like in the midst of the battles that we've seen him do do to in this uh, season, you know, he's just really calm and calculated he tries his best to like think through his all of his options which i feel like a lot of animes don't really do that but to be fair i guess it's kind of like hard to like think through like all these in a situation like that because a lot of it's tense i guess tanjiro's just more like used to it because of his natural mind state and everything but i i really liked him you know he really i think he really popped off as usual you know really good character uh honestly i thought there would be times when everything was hopeless but you know my man does not give up and i love it my man is good. What about you? What do you think of the boy Tanjiro? Who is also like- voiced by our favorite character from March Comes in Like a Lion, right? Remember that? Whoa! Whoa! Um, but yeah, uh, so I like Tanjiro even more this season than last season, and I really liked him a lot there. He's so different from your typical shonen protagonist, which is weird because when I think of normal shonen protagonists, I think of people like Luffy and Naruto who are just like, very impulsive, very sort of like headstrong. They just kind of do whatever they feel like doing at the given moment. Like Naruto would occasionally think through battles, but it was more usually just him plunging ahead first and then waiting until he used whatever technique to, you know, finish somebody off. Uh, Tanjiro, I think it's really just like his kindness and his compassion are so weird to see that's kind of from like, a generic shonen protagonist in some ways, especially against demons, which are like the scum of yeah. humanity. You know, it's like and literally like, the most evilest of people or uh, creatures, I should say. Yeah, and even just his inter- 
like interaction with Rengoku's family and how he handles that, even when the father is like trying to, you know, kill Tanjiro. Well, he's not really trying to kill him, but when he's beating him up and telling him to leave, he doesn't give a shit about Rengoku or whatever. Like just how he handles all these situations just continually seemed to impress me. The only issue I had with him, and I won't go into too much detail at this point about it. Well, we can't. I feel like spoilers. So you can go into details you want. I feel like they kind of god-moded him at the later parts of the fights here. Like, he'd be like, I'm exhausted, my stamina's out. And then he'd like sit there for a second and then do like 12 more attacks in a row. They'd be like, oh, but my stamina's out now. It's like, I feel like there were plenty of times that like they could have knocked him out to where he was at least like passed out, where he could have been like recovering a little bit of strength while the others were doing some stuff. And then had him pop back up and continue instead of him just constantly sitting there being like, oh man, this is bad. I can't do anything else anymore. Oh no. Like at one part he almost dies because he's not breathing and he has to have like a ghost of his, one of his dead siblings. Yeah. Like, that, to that breathe. Did happen. That happened and then like, yeah. and then like he was just like, oh my gosh. Like, okay, Tondro's out. It's going to be like Tengen or we're finally going to have Zenitsu and Inosuke catch up at this point. And then it's like, no, he just like, since there for a minute and a half and then like starts jumping around again. And it's kind of, it, that was the only like real issue I had with him. Really the only real issue, main issue I had with the season it was a fight. There was plenty of times where Tanjo really shouldn't have been able to do he what did he pass did. out once. He did. He did once. Yeah. And I wasn't mad when he came back after that. Cause he was passed out for probably 10, 15 minutes, if not longer. We don't really know a good time frame, but like estimate, like he could have recovered some stamina in that time. Um, because like other people would just get like knocked out and you wouldn't see them again for like a couple episodes and it's like oh now they're back it was like okay well that makes sense to me they they had time to like kind of recover a little bit of strength where tondro was just the whole time running and jumping around um yeah we, we get to see his newer proficiency with the hinokami kagura and he actually has like different moves and styles and forms and stuff with it now that he can use which is really nice to see uh yeah, I really liked him a lot. Like I said, I just felt like he was kind of a little too overpowered. Yeah, I, I, I would have say maybe it's because, you know, the one of the main things about this show is your breathing and how you do with your breathing really affects your thing. So maybe he was just like really good at his breathing and that's why he was able to recover a lot more. I, I will know, but at one part he literally was like, I need to figure out like, how to recovery breathe. And then like he just apparently did it immediately after he said it because he's already immediately jumping around again. So that's where I was kind of like, if he would have been like, I need to let me get into recovery breathing and kind of was taking more like a defensive or like hiding kind of situation for a bit. I would have had no issue with it. But no, it I think, I of... think, I think that's fine. The thing parts I, I agree with you on is when his like mother or like his brother's like, Oh, you got to get up. You got to do it. And I'm just like, Oh, come on. That can't happen. Like every single time. No, like I, I don't mind it every now and then because I get like part of his motivation is he wants to, like avenge his family by getting Nezuko to be human again, essentially. Like he just doesn't want anyone else kept becoming demons. Like they're a very big motivation. So I don't mind it somewhat. Um, but yeah, like it, it seems like it pops up a lot. I really liked how they did it in Mugen train because it was used as like, Oh, you're in this dream. Like, you know, I can give that you the dream where you're stuck dream, with your family. Yeah. And it was like, that's really cool. And you had to see him like go through the emotional, like confliction of like, yeah, I'd love to do this, but this isn't real. And what I like, you know, I liked that. And I liked it the first time they did it here, like where he was like stuck with the breathing part. And it was his little sister like, Tondro, you have to breathe. Like you need to breathe. Like I liked that because he just had been going so crazy. Like he was out of, out of breath. But yeah. Then I think it happens again later on. No, it wasn't with him. It was with Nesco, I think. Right. 
I don't remember. Yeah, it was with Nesco because the mom came. Tondra was singing the the, the, uh, the lullaby, lullaby, and she imagined her mom singing. It. So I was okay with it there too, because it wasn't at least Tondra again. It was with Nesco instead. I just hope that it doesn't like keep falling back to that in the future arc, where he's just like, "Oh, I gotta rely on my family." I'm like, "It's nice, you know. That's why we know that's what you're doing mm-hmm. at this point." But like, you don't have to keep like reminding us, you know? Yeah. I just feel uh, like maybe they push it too much. It kind of just kills the vibe. Like I, I'm emotionally, I feel so bad that what happened to his family, right? And whenever like family stuff always gets to me, so I don't know why it just usually always gets to me. But like mm-hmm. if you just do it too much, it kind of like dulls that like sense of emotional attachment. I you have don't want it overdone. Like occasionally, like yeah. like every couple arcs, every other arc is probably fine. But if like every single arc you're just doing it again, um, it'll so it'll lose its effect a little bit. If I see that ghost mom one more time in the next arc, I'm a I'm a finna lose it. I'm a lose it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sure it'll be fine. But yeah, Tanjiro did pretty well uh, in this season. Yeah, mm-hmm. good All boy. Right. Uh, shall we move on to the pet, only pet. girl in the cast? Really, pet the good boy. Pet the good boy. Pet the good boy. Pet the good boy. Uh, we can't. He's literally right in the middle between our boxes. Yeah. All right. Rip audio. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll talk about Nezuko next. Oh, she too. So she, why is she so big? Why is she so big, right? Well, I guess oh, she yeah, can right. change her size, so it makes sense. Yeah, she can. She can change her size. It will really. Um, All right, Nezuko. You know who Nezuko mm-hmm. is. You remember that girl from the meme of the little girl running around? Yeah, that's Nezuko. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, she actually does stuff this season, which is kind of nice. Oh no, <laughs> it makes just... sense. It makes sense because you know, in the beginning, yeah. obviously. Uh, no one really accepted Nezuko that much, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's like, oh, she's a demon. She really can't do anything. And honestly, as Tanjiro was traveling a lot during the day, so she really couldn't do much other than, like, right. episode 19 and then, like, this season as well. Obviously, she's still, like, trying to grow. Because her whole thing is, you know, we can't have her eat any human. She doesn't, Tanjiro yeah. doesn't want that. And uh, so she, like, stays hidden in the box that Tanjiro carries, obviously. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense that she hasn't done anything until now because, you know... Uh, she's kind of a demon, yeah. and as we saw in this season, it kind of got a little out of hand. What you yeah, tell I mean, the they, they always did their fights at night. It's like she could have helped out a little more there because I think she does in like the the first arc where they're like fighting the swamp demon or whatever. The one that was like kidnapping oh, yeah. the kids and like yeah, drowning yeah, yeah, or whatever. Um, so remember, I was like, oh, at least she might have like some cool fight scenes even if we don't see her much there. And then like she didn't really after like Zanitsu and Inosuke came in, she kind of was just relegated to the box. Um, and then popping out occasionally to like mumble something. Um, but yeah, it was it was kind of nice actually seeing her get to do more here. We actually got to kind of delve into what it's like for her as she gets to fighting and all that. I was really I was really happy with what we got to got to see of Nesco. Uh, it really kind of made her feel more important to the story besides just the person Tandro is trying to protect to help motivate him along on his journey or whatever. Um, well, he already has that motivation from his dead family. <laughs> yeah, and then he also is like. But like Nesco's the consistent reminder of like she's the one that's left. I have to get her back to normal, kind of deal. Um, but yeah, yes. like it. It was nice being able to see her do something else and kind of what happens when she does awaken her demon powers and kind of go crazy. It was I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun for me. Yeah, personally. yeah, it was, you, it was pretty neat. I, I saw if if you don't know if you don't know uh, Nesco's demon or like what it's called, I think it's a. Uh, a blood demon art where basically her mm-hmm. blood is like explosive, but apparently also now she can use her fire to heal demon reflected wounds. Like at the end when, uh, you know, so her, her demon blood only hurts demons. Like for something about her blood is it, it hurts demons. So that's like when she was fighting the, the girl demon here, 
when she got her blood on it's like why is her blood burning me so i think it's more just her blood can get rid of like demon property so i think when she uses like puts her blood on people and did like the like ignited it it just got rid of the poison because the poison was demon related so she's kind of like the anti-demon demon the anti-demon <laughs> uh but yeah like uh that was fun uh, yeah, it was fun to see her. I, I really like when demons fight demons, which we don't obviously see a lot, obviously, because it's yeah. usually humans versus demons. But you know, it's kind of it's just kind of fun uh, seeing her fight. You know, and I uh, it wasn't really that much. It was kind of like a little bit of a taste, and she did kind of lose control of it after a little bit. Which I'm hoping yeah. maybe next time she'll grow. I don't know how she'll get more control over it the next time. Maybe I don't. I know feel like she's gonna be train. a rarity in fights, but I feel like the more she fights, the more she'll lose control. So I feel like the goal is going to be to try to not let Ness go fight. I feel like the goal is going to be to like, for them to get stronger. She can just kind of stay humming in her box and just, you know, kind of do her thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I feel like that's, that's probably going to be what it is. It's just the more she fights, the harder it is for her to keep her human side and control. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really was crazy. Though. She was a bit crazy. Yeah, she just like immediately like what beheads the person by like kicking her head off or whatever. It's like what? <laughs> like it was like it was pretty fun. Going on? Honestly, everyone popped off this season. Everyone really, everyone really. Even Zenitsu, yeah. who we should segue into now. Yeah, yeah, Zenitsu. He wasn't Zenitsu. annoying this season. Yes, because he was asleep for half of the whole season. And when he's so asleep, he's he was awake. We didn't really see him like scared. It was more Did like you... him trying. Trying to Did take you know scene, these food. Uh, when he got when he got kidnapped by the demon girl. Did you see uh, that scene? It was after yeah. the credits on episode three. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, oh god. So he's waking up and he's like, the girl's like, oh thank you so much for defending me against her. So rare, right? And like he's like, oh that was so good. I'm so happy. And literally, you see like the ribbon things like slowly creeping in and enveloping him, and that's how the yeah. episode ends. And I'm just like. I had a, I watched I stopped watching right there because I'm like oh I have to stop because uh, I like to just like do like three episodes every time so yeah. it's kind of like oh great now I I want to keep watching but I have to stop Ugh. so yeah, yeah but then after that really he was like him awake a lot of the time and that kind it's kind of it's cool because when he's asleep he's he's like a lot more of a badass or at least more confident in himself I would say mm-hmm. so. But he's still like he really popped off as well. He's he's basically still the same. He also trained with Tanjiro in the four months as well. Uh, but after that's really the only time we saw him awake. That was really well. It was like and he didn't first, complain yeah, a whole lot. No, because he was asleep, as I said. Yeah, uh, but even I was just saying, even when he was awake, we didn't hear his usual like complaining and crying and whining a lot. It was more just him training or like playing the little loot thing and that sort of deal. So. He, he wasn't as annoying, but it was nice to see him actually have more fights that lasted beyond just he finally went faints and then like the heads of them in one move. It was kind of nice to actually see him actually have to fight besides yeah. just the chink done. Okay, yeah, he, moving on. he also did really well. Honestly, like the second to last episode, honestly, that episode was just like really good as well. Oh, God. And honestly, yeah. I just really like the, all these fights were just really good. Like it just kept escalating and escalating, and it got better and worse, and then other things happened. I'm just like, this is amazing. I can't believe how great it just this got is. more and more hype as it went along. It's like, oh, that's gonna be a hard moment to beat. And then it's kind of crazy. <laughs> like it's just common shonen formula, but at the same yeah. time, it's just like it just works so well, which is yeah. why shonens are just so popular, you know. Mm-hmm. So and it just works really well with Demon Slayer as well. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I really hate it this. It helps with the, an, the like, attack animations are still just gorgeous. As I thought I might have, like, always. gotten used to it and kind of been like, okay, whatever this season. But I, I think was still I got, like, I no, I'm still just it. stunned. I got a little used to it, but it was still very beautiful to see, regardless. Mm-hmm. So, I really liked it. It was good. And Zenitsu was right. good with his lightning attacks. You know, his tag team with Inosuke was pretty cool, mm-hmm. you know? Other than Inosuke being like, you're, <coughs> you're like a completely different person to sleep. Can you just stay asleep all the time? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, no, he can't, but it would be nice. Uh, I, I don't know if that means, on. like, in the future... Uh, he, like in the next arc or for the next few arcs, like when all the serious moments come down, he'll be asleep again. It'd be cool to see him, this badass, when he's awake, which I'm hoping the anime will go towards maybe later. Maybe like in the next arc, will it'll show him like trying to grow towards that a bit. Cause I feel like you know, he had that he had this arc where he was asleep most of it. Maybe it'll start to like not like actually have it, but just plant the seeds of doing it, you know. So, like when his I major slowly gain comes, that self confidence or the bravery yeah. to, yeah, exactly. I think they're they're working on that because they even stated when they were like doing the training montage and they trained in between missions and that Zenitsu didn't uh, put up as much of a fight even when he had a solo mission. Well, so it seems I, like he's he's slowly adjusting and kind of getting used to it. So hopefully, eventually, I mean, to be fair, the, end, the, the death of Rengoku really hit them all very hard. Yeah, so, very like very very hard. Like it, yeah. it, it's like you need. The, it's like I love. I I, I hate. I think I like animes that do that a lot. They have a death of a character that motivates a person to uh, like become better as a person. You know, I mm-hmm. uh, Ruby technically does that as well with Volume Three. This anime mm-hmm. does it. I know another anime that does it as well. Uh, I just like. I think it's like it, it's kind of sad when a character dies. You know, but you know, it, it's just it also helps to motivate other characters. It's kind of seen as a plus as well. I mean, it, it helped too that they really did the fight with Bringoku super great. Of like, you see this guy who's just a complete badass, just owning everything, and then all of a sudden he's just dead. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, well, he wasn't it, it was he very wasn't effective. Just like, dead like that. He wasn't yeah. just like that. It was, it was a good right. fight in Mugen Train. It was a very good fight. Yeah. I was actually thinking about, oh, maybe I should just watch the Mugen Train movie again before this, just so I could re experience it. But I, I never had the time to do that. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, all uh, right. Uh, yeah, we probably move on to Inosuke, aka the King of the Mountains. Oh my God! Uh, honestly, Inosuke popped off this season as well, bro. It was the, it was a uh, it was episode uh, it was episode uh, ten technically, or I guess episode forty two or sixteen, whatever you want to call yeah. it. It's defeating an upper rank demon when he literally like popped off against like the girl. And yeah. it just like, really beheaded her and like, oh, I'm going to run away with the head so the thing can be done. I'm just like, dude, you actually unlocked. This is a W. Yeah. He was and like, he all right, I got, I'll, I'll keep the head away. You all get, get rid of the other one for us. Bro, uh, I'm like, oh, yo, he's such a genius. I love it. Oh, my God. I was cheering so hard. And then literally the next second, I'm just like, oh, I didn't expect that. I was so surprised. Yeah. Everything was just going really bad. Yeah. Um. But he yeah, actually it was, was really, really good this season as well. You know, I really, mm-hmm. I really like him as well. You know, what do you think yeah. of Inosuke? I liked Inosuke a lot, and we kind of got to deal with his his struggle of like we saw where he was originally in the fight getting beat up or not doing super great. You know, he was like, "What was this last four months worth if I can't even exactly you know, do better than this? like?" We got to see that like, yeah, he wants to be stronger. He wants to be the strongest, but he also knows he can't be that way overnight but it was still kind of like he didn't feel like he'd improved at all he was still just getting beaten up as much as he did the last time so we got to see that frustration it was nice to see the uh the demon the girl demon right and he like 
with the swords on her neck and started like doing this. I'm like, this guy is so big brained. Oh my yeah. god, that's so smart. It looks so like, stupid though. But it worked. It, 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 worked. it works. Yeah, they're just like, oh, you uh -huh. think you're gonna cut through my flimsy? Uh, it wasn't stupid. Was, it was you know, big brain. Like, yeah, like I'm, I'm just gonna saw it off. I was like, good idea, but I thought it just looked like really stupid personally. But no, yeah. I, I thought it was great. I thought I was like, this guy is a genius. I love that. I love that whole episode. That was a good episode. I like that we continuously do that. He's kind of dumb because, like, uh, when Tengen was like, "I am the god of festivals" or whatever, and he's like, "Whoa, the god of festivals!" Yeah, like, the god of festivals, huh? Well, yeah, I'm the king of the mountains. I've never heard of you. What? Hey, what? <laughs> like, like, I like how like he still had that like kind of like dumb gullible side. He still can't call Tanjiro by the right name, and it's always something completely different every time. Really? I thought I thought he called him Tanjiro consecutively throughout this whole season. Uh, he said Manjaro at one point. Another time, he said Sanjiro. Did he really? Uh, I guess I must have just yeah. not seen that. Well, they uh, he, weren't really together that much name. this season. No, so, yeah. To be but fair, yeah, like yeah. the part where uh, there's he's supposed to be going to Inosuke's uh, like pleasure house or whatever you want to call it. Uh, he, he's seeing he's like, oh, oh. Manjaro's late. Why is he not here? I'm going anyway. And then, like he just gets out and starts running or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah. His his face came in handy this season as being the only one of them that was beautiful without the makeup well, on yeah, or whatever. Obviously, that was going to be a, a big play. Yeah. I remember when they first introduced Inosuke and they took his mask off. He's like, whoa, are you a girl? Because I thought the same thing. I thought he was a girl, but he's not a girl. Yeah. So. That's why he wore the Boris head because he was self-conscious about his face. And the other lady's like, see, look, it's beautiful. He just had that hideous makeup on. And it's like, oh, poor, poor, poor Inosuke. Um but, but uh, yeah, he, he did really yeah. good. Every, I, again, I'll say it again. Everyone did really good this season, like in the fighting wise. You know, everyone like really popped off, and like those four months of training really like showed throughout for everything. So yeah. it was really good. And Osuke, you know, uh, again as you said, like oh, what were these last four months for? Like his little character thing was really great yeah. as well. So every everything just like really worked this season. It was such a mm -hmm. nice, such a nice thing, in my opinion. Yeah. Everyone was good. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Let me uh, move on to, we'll move on to the last one for the season. Yep, the one we're talking yes. about. Yes. Oh, Tengen. Oh, I, I, I'm so jealous of this guy. Why? Because he has three wives. Because he has three wives. Flashy. He has three wives. <laughs> I'm like, and they're this all guy has three wives. And they're all fucking like busty as hell. Like this season, literally, like introduced like all the sexy women. women. He literally introduced uh, like all the sexy women this season. I'm just like, oh my god, I'm so well, jealous. I mean, they kind of had to. It was taking place in an entertainment district. Like well, you they didn't have, have to. to, have to, but they still did. I mean, it makes sense for like what it's supposed to be. Like historically, it makes sense. Um, yeah, gosh, I remember that being like a big like controversy when it first started airing. People were like. <gasps> How dare this guy have three wives? Well, he must be a terrible person. And I'm just literally just how it was back in the day. People just had multiple wives. Like, get get over well, yourself. I mean, some people still like doing that. Like, it's still a thing that exists. It's just more I, frowned upon. Yeah, like in my but opinion, too, like, I was like you're getting mad. He has three wives, and you're not mad that there's literally girls being sold to essentially like a brothel in like the rest of the show. Like, it's kind of like okay. Like he treats them all well. They all are like super into him. Like. I'm more worried, like concerned about the the whole like, hey, we're selling little girls to these sex houses. 
Honestly, in my opinion, for the whole, like, if you have multiple wives, or I guess if a girl has multiple husbands, it's perfectly fine, you know, as long as everyone is okay with it, obviously, and, you know, everyone's super understanding. Obviously, there's going to be people who don't understand, you know, but that's not really their right to, like, yeah. judge what you do on your spare time, you know, and uh, as long as you're happy and all your partners are happy, then it's all good, but this guy's lucky because he has three beautiful wives, so... I'm well, so yeah, happy. It's I mean, it's the same as everything else. As long as everyone involved is consenting to it, like they're not hurting anybody, it's fine. Yes. Uh, yeah. so, so let's actually talk about him as a person now, yeah. instead of talking about his three wives. Which I'm he's a former shinobi. He's a shinobi, a former shinobi, and his three wives are kunoichis. Yeah. Yeah, basically he's, he's the, the last one. Which, I, I, which uh, we talked about this before. I'm actually surprised by his fighting style. I thought if he was the sound Ashira, he would be like his attacks would be like super quiet and quick and everything. But no, his, at, at, considering how he's like a flashy guy himself, his attacks are like loud and like you'd see it coming from a mile away. But it's like super powerful and quick. And his fighting style is super cool I as think well. The sound distracts from his movements. So he can make like a big explosion, and you're gonna look at the explosion, which gives him time to like sneak by even quieter and more yep. unnoticed to get like behind you. But there was the attack where he did like the fireworks festival thing, and he was just like spinning mm. his things and there's like showing like fire. And it wasn't actual fireworks, but it was showing fireworks as like a way, like, oh, this is loud and flashy, it's that type of attack. So, so I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know he was the sound Hashira. When they introduced him in season one, I thought they said the sand Hashira. So the I was expecting Hashira? like desert really? things. Like he had like some sort of like sand breathing. And I was like, oh no, he's the sound hot. Like, so I was expecting like his attacks of all like rocks and ground and all this stuff. And then it was like, where's no, his he's huge gourd? And... Where's his huge gourd filled with sand? Right, right. Yeah, the wrong like, anime? And the fact he has like the like almost like turban like thing going, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. That... That makes sense. It's like, oh no, I was just totally misheard that. It's kind of funny because he 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 chooses to dress the way he does because there's a time when he's like has to dress to be handsome and he looks like actually like good with the way when he dresses normally. And yeah. I remember Zenitsu was like super jealous of that, and it's just like he just yeah. chooses to be this way, which is fine, you know. Zenitsu was also jealous. He had three wives. Uh, <laughs> as three am I, wives. obviously, as am I. This, this um. man has three wives, all beautiful. <laughs> Bless. One of them was kind of annoying, though. Let's be real. Uh, the one, one who was, was a crybaby? Oh, yeah, on. the crybaby one. It's uh, fine. There was the one that kept bullying the crybaby one. And there was like the one wife who genuinely seemed like a wife. But yeah, you know. Uh, is what I it think is. it was all fine. Oh, yeah, it was fine. I just thought it was a weird interaction between the three of them. I think you're weird. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think I you am. should get three wives. You think I should have three wives? I think you should get three wives. Uh, well, maybe. Well, maybe we, I we we haven't mentioned the best part of uh, Tengen Uzui. Do you know what the best part of Tengen Uzui is, Falcon? His swords? No. His muscle mice! Oh, muscle mice! So he has these uh, mice that he's trained called muscle mice. And basically, they're like these really buff. buff <laughs> they're all mice. really jacked. They're all just really jacked. And it's like super funny because they're like holding like everyone's weapons when they're like under they're, like, undercover and stuff. Yeah. And it's just like super fun because the stare introduced with a scene when you know, so they're like pushes his head through like a roof he's like i need my sword and like you literally see this just two mice carrying his sword coming yeah, you hear him be like mice Where bring me my sword and i was like what and you just see him like, okay, like did you what? watch all the after credit scenes where it's like oh yeah. the taisho secret you know some of them I were really funny secret. and then some of them were just really feely and it's just like oh my god and i remember like i like the ones where he like described the muscle mice saying like they have to train years of dedication to be this way and everything is just like they have to just be devoted to 
the path. As soon as they become a muscle mice, they cannot turn back. And I'm yeah, just like, I love, this is amazing. I love, too, that all the Tasha era secrets pretty much involved Tengen. Like, it was really nice that a lot of them involved him. Like, I like the first one, too, where he's like, introduce yourself. And they're, like, treating it like a welcome to school thing. It's like, I'm Tundra. My favorite food is this. This is Nesco. Her favorite food is this. And then Zenitsu does his. And he's like, I don't give a shit what food you like. Like, tell me how you can fight demons. And then Inosu's like, I've been doing it. Like, does his, like, dumb. Oh, he wouldn't tell anyone. He's like, you have to fight me. And he's like, oh, you have problems. He's like, what? I remember that. <laughs> yeah, this guy has problems. He's like, oh, my you God. have issues. Oh like, my god! Uh, yeah, like, it, it was really cool just getting to see him like interact with them more. We got a little more personality about him, which that's the main thing. If I rewatch Mugen Train as the TV form, it's gonna see if they all involve like Ring Goku or not. That would be the main thing I would like go back and rewatch those episodes for is just to see. If well, I as I said, um, what my friend told me as Regenku got a little bit more character like introduced there in the show, so probably you will. Probably his dream, like his dream sequence is probably more like fleshed out, honestly. Probably. Probably. I remember the, the thing, I remember from the Mugen train, like only like Tanjiro's and, and uh, Rengoku's dreams were like the more important ones. While Inosuke's and Zenisu was just like, Zenisu like, oh, he's Nigel Cole, I love her. And Inosuke's like, I'm the king of the cave and look at all my, my minions. And it's just like Zenitsu, Nezuko and Tanjiro's like a little minions. Yeah. That was like the one part of the movie I really didn't like. It was just like, yeah, hey, I'm the best. Parts, you guys suck. Follow me. Like it, it wasn't was like, like that big, so it wasn't like a major thing. Yeah. So I'm maybe yeah, it was like a that's minor complaint about the, the anime. But yeah. uh yeah, yeah, no, it was it was perfectly all good, you know. Uh, honestly, I feel like I like Rengoku more than Tengen, honestly. I just maybe just like character wise and the impact that Rengoku has on the other three on uh, the three characters, you know. Mm-hmm. Tengen's still really great. Like, like I put like I still put Rengoku over Tengen, but it's like one and two, in right, my right. opinion. You know? and, I, I mean, think Ten- Rengoku, we just didn't get like a ton with him because we kind of just like see him. We find out he's really cool, he's really friendly, and he's willing to take on the three as like his like students or whatever. And then it's just kind of like out, you know. It was, that which was is why they add, which is why they added that first yeah. episode about Rengoku, and right. they added more stuff into the Mugen Train arc as a whole, anyway. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, Tengen, I, I say I like Tengen's fighting style over in Goku's, you know? You guys like the, the double sword with the chains. It's pretty cool. Like, he's like definitely like, a lot better. He's like really like smart with like his fighting style. Like, I remember when he was fighting one of the demons and it's just like, oh, this guy definitely knows what he's doing. He knows how to use his weapons to like the fullest. And I'm like, hell yeah, he does. Look at this absolute God, yeah, that moment where the demon's like, wait, his sword can extend? No, he's just holding it on by the blade. You just see him like holding. Like he's it literally holding it by the tip, and it's just like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah, oh, okay. he he was really great. I think as far as actual fighting style, I still preferred Rengoku and like the fire breathing and all that. But Tengen was great. Uh, I I liked him a lot. Is a character. I, I'm gonna say Tengen's fighting style was a lot more fun to watch. Than, I don't uh, really like what they did with him at the end, though. If what? if. Uh, with him like retiring or whatever i mean i'm actually happy with that i mean he gets to settle in with his three wives man what a lucky bastard my issue isn't necessarily that like with him or like what with that it's that now we've had arcs we finally have seen two of the hashira in action one died and one retired bro he literally lost an eye and an arm let my man rest i'm aware of that i'm 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 aware of that but i feel like if we wouldn't have had rengoku die or if there would have been like an arc between rengoku dying and this I'd have been okay with it. But the fact it's been like back to back, we have two Hashira, then they're gone essentially. Um, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. Like these guys are supposed to be great. And yes, we he helped take down one of the upper six, which I think the, the upper leaders that had happened in like a hundred years or something. 
Um, but yeah, it was still just like, so he, he took down one of these people that hasn't been able to be killed for literal centuries. And then it's like, but he's out. He's just gone. Um, yeah, it, it kind of annoys me. It's like if with, I know the next one, we have two Hashiras involved. If like one or both of them are kind of like, cool, one we're of them out. I'm going to be like, die. come on. Like, come on. Like, I actually know uh, of another Hashira that dies. I'm not, I, I spoil. I, I spoiled about it. I'm not going to say who it is, but uh, that, I, that for the will next honestly thing, start I wouldn't blowing the if they all keep dying. Is the I mean, keep that, going. that's kind of just a war, my dude. This is a war that's been I going mean, on for I'm aware, years. but if you're doing it to all of them, it's Tengen's not dead though; he's alive. Well, yeah, no, he is, but it's still just like if you keep doing it to like to where every time they're all maimed enough to where they have to retire. Like I don't know. So even so, like the younger group, they're not being able to train them up enough to get them trained, which understandable. It's a war with these demons; they're getting bested quicker because the demons are getting smarter and stronger and more powerful. But it's like you would think you'd have to at least leave some of the stronger ones up there. That doesn't mean they can't be like out of commission for a bit. Like, if it's, like, oh, the next one, one of them gets, like, seriously injured and I'm going to have to, like, recover for months, you know? Cool. But it's, like, don't just immediately get rid of all of the Hashira. There's, like, 12 of them or whatever, and now they're all just, like, well, I don't down. know. I don't know what to tell you, man. It's This is kind of, like, That's as you the can, one thing that if it keeps going will start really just, annoying me. It's just, I, I personally disagree with that. I, I feel like that's it's this, that's this is type of anime. I think that, like, adds to the appeal of the anime more, where it's more serious and characters' lives are not just, like, paper thin, like, in one piece, where... As we know, Ace is dead, but like other characters have gotten to even like bigger situations, the worst that yeah. they've managed to live. You know, I mean, like, that's nice that these I love these characters they get to live, but it's not mm -hmm. realistic. Where in Demon Slayer, it's more realistic that like, oh crap, man, this guy's die in this situation. Like literally, if it wasn't for Nezuko, probably mm -hmm. uh, Tengen, Inosuke, and Tanjiro would have all died because they oh, all got sure. poisoned yeah. by the demon. But so they kind of got lucky in that regard, obviously. But if Nezuko wasn't there, or she didn't have that power, they would have died. Yeah. And that just makes it more realistic. It means the stakes are higher. It means I'm more emotionally invested in the characters in the fight. Mm -hmm. Like literally, it's been like a bit. Since, I mean, like all the anime we watch has been like good or decent, mm -hmm. other than Air Gear. I hate Air Gear. But like <laughs> literally, uh, like I remember, I was literally cheering. I'm like, let's fucking go! When like that, like oh, yeah. that final swat. and it's like those those like picturesque things when it's like. Tanjiro, Zenitsu, and Yunosuke, and it's like like all like the, the really cool background in the air, and they're like super serious. I love that so much. It was just so good. It made me feel like a child again. I just that's why I just love I really love this show. It's such a good show. But I, you know, I, I think I'm emotionally invested because not only is the action good, but the stakes are high. And I feel like, you know, as an adult, you know, I've seen so much anime, I've consumed so much media mm -hmm. where the stakes aren't as high because some characters haven't like there's not really that much injury involved. So, but with this, right. it, it's, it's like the, the show in it, it's not like changing the formula that much, but it's making the stakes more higher where characters still die if something goes wrong. So mm -hmm. I, I think that's kind of like why I'm not faulting it for that much, but I can, I can see why you would say it. You're, you're saying it because like, Oh, I love these characters. And they're going to keep killing them off. What's the point? You know, it's not even about that. It's just, I feel even if it's being realistic, you're not going to lose one of your top people after like, every major encounter like you're 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 gonna have some who do yes understandable you're gonna have some who are injured and out of commission for a bit all that sort of thing so i'm not saying that like oh man by like having them like i get that but you can still have the stakes high and have them not just all die and retire after like their main encounter so that's where i'm like rengoku getting like killed brutally 
really set the tone for that. Like, and we already knew like the stakes were high. We saw all the spiders that had been like former Demon Slayer cores who tried to kill the spiders and died to them. Bro, the, uh, the tone know, was like, set for me episode one when Tanjiro's whole family got killed. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're consistently good at setting it, but I feel like just even realistically, you're not going to start a battle and just always lose one of your top people when they've already established there's not really anybody besides Tandro who's really even remotely prepared to, like, join their ranks again. I mean, so if like, you, you gotta take sacrifice, sometimes sacrifices are necessary to take down the, yeah. a really big bad guy, you know? Sometimes you gotta do something that might injure you or kill right. you, you know? Right, and I, I'm aware of that, but I'm just saying that right now it's a pattern of that's consistently happening every time, and if it still happens every time, then there's something horrendously wrong with with how the Demon Slayer Corps is working or training people because your strongest people aren't always going to be out of commission after a fight with that strong of a foot. Like, that's just how it is. So that's where I'm like, if it keeps up being a pattern, it's not going to be realistic to me anymore because it's not realistically going to be losing that many people all the time. Well, we'll have to see how the next arc goes with... Uh, with like, if it's like Muzan, sure, that makes sense. He's like the big bad. He's the original demon. But like... For his people who, yes, are still very strong and have lived for centuries, the Hashira should be able to defeat at least some of them without being seriously injured or dead. Like, that doesn't mean they can't be, like, recovering for a bit. But, yeah, like, if they're all like, oh, I'm too injured, I gotta retire, then it's like, no, I have an issue with that. Um, not that it's not realistic or anything. I feel like it's just when it happened that frequently all right the um, next yeah, one what the, what the miss guy is gonna have like amnesia and like the the loved one is gonna like like have her just like her legs cut off or something watch that's gonna happen Probably. just because you said that yeah like it it very much is very much like if it keeps happening i'm gonna find it unbelievable and it's gonna take my enjoyment out of it i because like, i still I, like to get and he still has the chance to be like hey you really need me i'm coming out of retirement to help like he still has the option to do that he's alive well, hey, honestly no like in animes, he'll probably will do that in like the final arc, which I yeah, I guess like at the end, like we you know? everybody we can to help out. He's like, all right, I may Bro, have one hand, but let's go. The you know, guy literally lost an arm and an eye and almost lost his wife. Let my man rest. Yeah, come on. That one wife though coming in with those kunai, that giant kunai launcher. Yo, that was hype, super hype. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was gonna end up badly anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, it was like oh this is not gonna end well, but yeah, it was it was great. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, why don't Anything we have move on to the specifically no, character wise? Um, oh shit, I forgot to get the opening and ending song. What? Oh, I didn't, I didn't do that either. I'm sorry. That's not me. <laughs> Whoops, That's not me. I'll look for it. I, I I don't know. My mind's been weird. Um, but uh, while you're doing that, I I mean, other other than that, all the characters have acted the same. We we got like all these different other side characters. Like we got like a, a character for like in each different house that like the gang went to like go discover, but honestly after like all the fighting went down they literally were never heard from again mm -hmm. maybe in the manga probably they were and the anime just didn't focus on it also we got like two new demons as well and they're like a brother and sister demon it's pretty cool the sister mm -hmm. one the, the girl one has like this ability with like these like ribbons or, or sash i don't know what it's called and basically what she could do is she can like abduct them into the sash and stuff which is how she was basically like kidnapping everybody like all the girls and stuff and it was really weird and then there's the guy who like has these blood sickles which is like super cool i actually really like the I, his dub voice was really bad so just to give people uh preference um we at the time of this recording the season two i mean not season two entertainment arc the last two episodes are not dubbed uh, at this moment, so we watched it with uh, dubbed and subbed. Honestly, like the dub and the sub are both really good. 
I, I was kind of like, oh, I really want to keep watching this dub because I'm liking the dub. And I watched the first episode of the, the, the second to last episode subbed. I'm like, the sub is just as good as the dub. It's amazing. Which, I mean, when I first watched Demon Slayer, I had watched Demon Slayer before we recorded the first season mm-hmm. for the podcast. And I watched it subbed. And then we watched it dubbed for the podcast. So I'm like, oh, I want to continue watching it dubbed because I really like the dub. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, we couldn't do it. But the dub and the sub are both really good as well. However, I will say that. So the guy one, which I did not expect that uh, at all. Like, I, I, I. I did not. I did not expect. I didn't knew there was going to be a different demon because I saw like a spoiler of it on a, on a, Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, but um, I did not expect him to literally be like inside the the girl. That was like very surprising, and I did not expect that at all. So I I knew there had to be something else because literally in episode four is when they're fighting like the the first one we see, and it's like. You can't have like seven episodes left and already be fighting like the main demon, or else it's gonna be like Dragon Ball Z mega drawn out fight. Well, so yeah, I was I was kind of like, how are they gonna do this? And then it's like, oh, there's a second one, and he's the actual like tough one to beat kind of deal. Uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed how they did it. It kind of caught me off guard. I thought he was gonna been like away from like the town or something, and then he would just come yeah. in like protect us. I would expect him to be like inside her and stuff, and like, the little gimmick where they both have to be cut off at once. That didn't Definitely. sound good. Yeah, uh, no, my my water bottle condensed to the the coaster, so when I picked it up, the coaster is stuck, and then it fell, and then it, it made sound. I apologize. Big big F. Anyway, um, yes, I mean, other than that, like I really like the the demons. Like the guy has like this blood sickle, and he has like this blood arch where he base. It's like a poison based attack. So I love the uh, girl demon. Her like whole like belt cloth kind of fight style just really, really hit cool, for me yeah. i loved it i was like i'm just, down with this different chick. yeah I thought it was this. very creative very unique which is something i really liked about demon slayer a lot of the fights have been like we had the drum guy who fought mainly using the drums like to change the room we had uh we had the people who fought with the ball and the, the, ball. Uh, the directions yeah, really like, like that that's I think been one of the, my big like the things I liked most about Demon Slayers. All the demons have like a really unique fighting style. Very few have been very normal. Like we had the swamp demons at the beginning, yes, but they're also like very entry level beginner demons. Well, even even the swamp guy was unique because he had like his own little like world he could go into and like his little water layer. Stuff. That yeah. was really cool as well. You know, I will agree. Oh. Like, oh, there's definitely like a lot more. Well, all the humans are like just sword based and like, oh, we're just gonna do our like fighting style around yeah. a sword. They're like, oh, I got like these claws or these sickles or this like stupid like dodgeball or something or the drums. And it's mm-hmm. just like super, it's super neat. I will yeah, say, like, yeah, you know, the Mugen train guy who is more like making illusions and dreams and that sort of thing, which is really cool. But then, like, you even have like uh, Akasa or whatever his name is, the one that killed her in Goku. He was more basic, but he was just so fast and his like martial but, like, arts. Yeah, he martial, martial arts is just crazy. So it was like fun. It was like, oh, he's your typical martial arts guy but he's like really cool at how he does everything it's not just like dragon ball z ah! teleport ah! you know it's just like it's not just you know random punches over and over again he actually had more style to him uh but yeah gosh the cloth the cloth fighting was terrific and the fact that it's like oh she can make her neck cloth so it's harder to cut her head off like then you have yeah, to know how to get around cool. that like it was just really neat I really, she's probably been my favorite demon so far, just due to like how cool her fighting style was. Her personality was a little, eh, but like otherwise, like she was really cool. I think the only complaints I had with them was I felt their backstory took a little too long. I wish they no, I think, I think, I think bit. the back, I maybe their backstory was a little long, but I, I, I'm like, dang, why am I feeling bad for these demons that literally just killed like all these people? Why do I feel bad? Yeah. The show just really gets you with that, you know? Well, then I'm you like, even had the fact that they're when they're finally like 
decapitated and fading away. They're like fighting with each other, and Tandro's like, "No, don't fight with each other. You're related." Like, I like, I like how we still have Tandro's, you know, whole compassion with them of being like, "Hey, don't be mad at each." Like, it could have turned out differently, probably. But I think the th- cool thing about them is we see they're pretty much a direct parallel to Tandro and Nezuko. Like, uh, yeah, it could have been like what Tandro and Nezuko could have. Yeah. Yeah, they're very much like, hey, if they would have like given in to like their anger and stuff, or if Tundra would have either been there to also become a demon, or if they would, or if he would have given to like his anger and hatred, they easily could turn out exactly like them. But instead, they don't, and so it was also just a really cool parallel to see that happening with them as well, which I really enjoyed personally. Yeah. Yeah, so why don't we move on to the music now? All right. So both of the opening and ending are done by Aimer. Uh, Aimer, pretty pog, not going to lie. Yeah. You don't uh, know Aimer, op- then are you even an anime watcher? Mm-hmm. Uh, the opening is called Zenkyosanka. Uh, and I actually think I liked it better than the season one opening. I was not a huge fan of the season one opening, which I, I know uh, is a very unpopular opinion. I'd have to listen to the season one opening, but I actually really dig this opening as well. Mm-hmm. The, the, this, uh, the, the one for Entertainment District arc. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the Mugen Train arc had an opening in the anime. Uh- It'd be interesting to find out. Oh, you're doing. I know that. the movie yeah. did it because it was a movie. You know, it's like, hey, it's the movie starting. Yeah, it had its own song. It had like its own song at the end. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, other when you looked it up, when you looked it up, I really like the visuals and stuff of the opening and stuff. It was all like super neat and stuff. And it starts with Tangan, which is three wives. I was like, oh, what's this guy with the three wives or the three girls or stuff? And it's super cool. And it's just kind of like I didn't. I actually, it's kind of weird because you 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 see like mostly they're fighting like the girl demon at the beginning but like then you see like it's like literally like only two frames and it's like the other demon mm-hmm. honestly i when they showed that i thought that was just like tengen himself just like doing like an acrobatic move in the air but it was it was actually the other demon and like when you have to like look really carefully to see it but then like you see him like fighting like the blood slices and it's like oh okay so it's actually another demon and i just mm-hmm. i didn't like i didn't put that parallel together until like i actually saw him introduced in the show so i'm not yeah. sure if that was intentional or i'm just a monkey stupid person so um it's fine uh, the Mugen train arc does have an opening. It's called Akaboshi, and it's by Elisa. Really? I'll have, yeah. to, I'll have to look. I have to look it up. I actually yep. do want to watch it. Um, okay. And then the, the ending theme. Uh, the, ending the ending theme is called Asagakuru, which I actually really liked. I thought it was a really great ending theme. It was okay. I watched it once. And I'm like, all right, let's skip this. Back to the action. Come on. Just skipping forward to the Taichuera secrets. Act- yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> basically skip <laughs> Taisho era secrets because you always gotta watch those no matter what. If you ain't if you don't watch that, you're not a real Demon Slayer fan. If you don't know Entertainment Arc District number seven Taisho Secret, are you really a fan? I don't know. I don't know. Sounds like I think I, I do think just randomly one of the things I didn't like about this season was we didn't get to hear the crow as often. I just like hearing the crow talk because it's so dumb. Ah, north by northwest, north well, by hey, northwest. I'm I'm sure the start of next season will hear the crow. I can <laughs> guarantee that most likely. Tanjiro, Tanjiro, I I love the costume of crow. Yeah, so I'm deducting the anime eight points as a no crow. Yep. No, we didn't see Zenitsu Sparrow at all. We didn't hear oh, like this. Wasn't even in the Taisho Secrets, huh? No, 
Oh wow, that's when a... they let to hear him go. Cheep, cheep. I wonder if they literally just forgot about the sparrow. <laughs> I mean, he he wasn't really important. Like he wouldn't really need him. I, their main goal is just to tell them when they have new missions, and the whole arc was one mission. So like, well, and they it, the fact they weren't yeah. even assigned to the mission, they just volunteered to go. Like it kind of makes sense. It wasn't like you know, uh, the head of the core was like. All right, Tingen, take these three with you. They're just like, no, don't take the girls. We'll go instead, you know, kind of deal. But always, always down for more Casa Crows. All right, Condor. Uh, so we already know the next season has been announced, which is the Swordsmith Village arc. What do you want to see in the Swordsmith Village arc, Condor? Oh, dang. What do you want to um, see? I mean, for, I, I assume you've watched the trailer right after you finish season two. I have not actually watched the trailer for it. Oh, it doesn't really show that much. So basically, what it does is it just kind of shows basically like, the events of like the first season, Mugen Train and Entertainment District. And then, like, for like 30, 40 seconds, it's kind of like, oh, hey, they're going to like the Swordsmith Village. It's basically where they make the swords. And they show like the Miss Guy and the, and the Love Girl. And that's kind of it. They don't really show like th- who they're fighting yeah. or anything else, really. So, uh, I mean, what do I expect? Uh, uh, maybe if I, what I want, uh, maybe this Tundra will be better with the, the, the Sinokami Kagura style. Uh, Honestly, uh, I hope Zenitsu gets a little bit more courageous. Maybe Nezuko gets more comfortable with her new fighting abilities and stuff, and she can control it more. Inosuke is kind of like the hard one, because I feel like Inosuke is like in a good spot right now. You know, I feel like he doesn't really need any like growth. He's kind of like still like trying to get over. Like he got hit like super hard by Rengoku's deck, probably as hard as Tanjiro as well. So no, I, I mean, argue he got hit harder by his death. Either probably, he just yeah. is more like his personality just makes it seem like he was. Um, but yeah, because yeah, he, like, he was like, we got to, after like the death, he, he was, was like, the oh, one really train. pushing. He was like, no, we got to go. We got to get stronger now kind of deal. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, I really, other than that, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see the love Hashira. I know you are as well. And then you mentioned that to me. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm really I, curious what her fighting style is going to be. Is it just going to be like over the top fan service? Or is it going to be more of the fact that like love is one of the ways to easily trick people so she's got more trickery and kind of manipulation kind of deal going with maybe it maybe it'll be a little bit of both i don't know but then again, be like, then again there's the be like heart beam but then and again like, there's the there's the miss guy who he would you would assume he would do like with illusions better so yeah. i have no idea it maybe they paired to make like really cool illusions or something that would actually be really cool it makes you think of the is there like these two hashira in this arc is the the big bad guy gonna be like a really bad person like really big or bad you know Big and bad, bad and big. I have no idea. I'm, I'm excited to see it though. You know, maybe Tanjiro will learn like a new technique from the Swordsmith mm-hmm. Village since it's a Swordsmith. Maybe he'll finally get a, a sword that doesn't get chipped or broken every damn arc. Well, they they acknowledge with that too that it's uh, it's Tanjiro. It has to, it has to do with the with the strength of the wielder, not the blade. Yeah, yeah, and he he realized too that he's not really suited for water breathing. So I think the more he's able to use the Hinokami Kagura, the the bet like the more the better he'll be with the blade, the less it'll get damaged. Um, but do you think he's going to put uh, Rengoku's like uh, arm guard on his new blade? I hope so. That would be really cool. You know, it was really nice that uh, that he he got that from the his brother. Gave brother. It to him. Yeah, I so. can see him doing that as like a constant reminder of like, hey, remember like. Ringoku kind of deal. Always remember to set your heart Yeah, the fact he's like a, a sun breather that seems to have more you know, like the fire style to it. It would also fit. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of hoping his blade turns another color than black. Not that I, I just like it. I think it's gonna stay black. Honestly, but it'd be cool if like when he finally like comes into his own, if it like changed colors. 
just as like a acknowledgement of like him improving or whatever. Well, he was so it was something really ha- something actually kind of happened with him when he uh, when he was fighting the girl. It was after the girl like used her powers, like she powered up and she used her powers like destroy like a part of the town yeah. and like killed some people. And then he got like blood in his eyes or something. And he started like getting like faster and quicker. Like, what yeah. the heck is going on with that? That was weird. Yeah, because his like his scar grew yeah, his while scar he was fighting. Then like his eyes got all bloody. And that's when he really kind of started going just like. But I don't, I don't understand because I remember he mentioned that like uh, in the the episode when it started with uh, when Goku's father giving him the nose. Like, no, I didn't have this scar at birth. I got it when a teapot like sp- spilled on me. So it's just like okay. So then why is the scar growing? Or maybe that just didn't happen. I have no idea. I think it's, he was always able. I feel like what might have happened is he had the scar, but it was like under his hair. And then he got the burn when he saved his brother or sibling or whatever from like the burning water. And then after the the Demon Slayer trial, when he was fighting the Hand Demon, that's when he actually got the scar. Uh, I feel like maybe it was just he's always had the scar, and just it kind of grew when like grew forward a little bit after he had like the Demon Slayer experience after the injury. So it could have been something like that to where he's always had it and he just never knew. Um, because, I, I mean, it's very obvious at this point, you know, that his dad was like this, like, sun-breathing Hashira or something. Yeah, uh, definitely. Very obvious. So, like, I feel like he probably had it and didn't know or for some reason he just had to, like, grow into the power. So he's kind of, it's always kind of been there, like, latently and he just had to, like, awaken to it. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out towards the future. It, it, it will be, yeah. I'm excited to see. Hopefully, I mean, I don't know if they're probably not going to jump right back into like, like as soon as they get back, it's going to be like, oh, now you have to go to this swordsmith village. They're probably going to do more to get, training to repair your sword, kind of like, deal, yeah, to like to do more training and stuff. And it'll just be like, oh, now he knows like he has more limits with Hino Kami Kagura. Maybe he'll try to train around them to like get better at it and stuff. You know, so uh, here's yeah, I read an article that talked about the trailer and it just said that apparently they're going to the village to try to get Tanjiro a better sword because the sword keeps breaking all the time. Oh, okay, um, okay. So that's, I think, initially why they go there. I think with, then once they get there, something happens. And since they're already there, they're the ones who go to kind of stop it. Well, maybe his sword breaks more when he's doing a training move, probably. Maybe. It really chipped. So probably when he's like trying yeah, to Yeah, it chipped like- really early on because she was like, oh, wow, that must be a terrible sword. It's like, no, the swordsmith is great. And that's when he remembers like, it it happens by like the the wielder's strength this you know more what or not so then it's kind of like oh it's me not necessarily the sword what do you think about uh his swordsmith guy chasing him around all night because he heard the sword again i sleep uh, that guy's crazy that guy i'm sure we'll see him so crazy i'm sure we'll oh, see him, him again, as well. yeah Oh, but yeah, he's just crazy. He's like, how'd you calm him down? We gave him rice dumplings. They're his favorite. You seem like, whoo. It's like, okay. Now they know his weakness. Now they can just yeah, like, yo, you want weakness. some rice dumplings, my guy? Give me a good sword. I'll give you the rice dumplings, you know? Yeah. Hook you up for like a lifetime. Give me just the best sword ever. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely ready. I kind of hope. I I would be fine if Demon Slayer doesn't do like a long season again. I would be okay if we just got like the 13 episodes. Like, yeah, even if it's like six to eleven episodes of just like the new arc, and just be like, "Hey, don't even call it season three. Just literally be like, hey, we've got the next arc. It's coming soon." Like, I really kind of hope this come drops later this year, like October, November. I doubt it will. Yeah, I mean, they I, have enough to at least I, have a trailer. I, I had that feeling as well. Like, I had a feeling it was gonna it was gonna drop like November, December as well for like the winter season of anime. Uh, I, 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 yeah. feel like I didn't like announce anything about it, but I feel like since no. they showed the trailer, they're already working on it, you know? 
And I feel like it'd be great because it's been really popular. And instead of having like a season of being like, hey, we only have the first half done. So we're dropping the first half then waiting a few months before we do the next one. Be like, why not just do half the season that's an arc? Drop it. Don't even call it the season. And then just when you have the next one ready, be like, hey, the next one's coming. Here we go. Like, yeah, I would be, be perfectly okay with that. People would still probably still call it like season three, but like, you know. Oh, they definitely would. The Swordsmith yeah. Sword Village arc, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm excited for it. I hope I am. Like, excited I've been really for happy with what we're well. getting. So I've been I'm, really I'm happy. happy. I'm very tempted to like read the manga because I already spoiled like a little bit of things about about like the, the the show. When I remember when we first did the first season, I was on the wiki and I spoiled some things. I'm like, oh, this is great, uh, and stuff. Blah blah blah. But I, I mean, it's just a really good series. I'd love to just read it overall. But, yeah, I don't know. There's so many like it's this this tone. Uh, I love to just like read those. Those are all like really good like shows and stuff. And I haven't really read manga. I only only I usually only read fanfic on my free time when I'm like traveling between buses or I'm uh just at work or stuff. I don't really read when I'm home that much. But I mean, it'd be fun to do. Yeah, it's it's weird because I know like the the manga apparently didn't do like super great. Like it did well enough to like get an anime. From what I've read, like it didn't really get popular until the anime came out. Yeah, so I, don't I, think it I feel like the animation has really helped the popularity of the story, and I don't know if it's like the art in the comics not all that great, or if it's like I don't know. But like I've, I've just heard some things to where it's like I think I'm just gonna keep watching the show. Like not that I have anything against the manga because I've not read it, but I'm just gonna like I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna watch the show. Let's see, I'm pulling up a scan of of a of a of a chapter of it right now. Oh, I got the Entertainment District arc. Nice. Um, Yo. honestly, these uh these graphics don't look that bad. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the anime obviously looks better, but uh, tr- try like chapter 80. It's not the best, but it's not bad. I, I could kind of vibe with it. Okay. This is the part where uh, they just freed the, the three wives from like the ribbons. Or the two wives. Oh, okay, gotcha. And Inosuke's there and Zenitsu's there and Tanjiro's still fighting the girl demon. I mean, it's definitely not as good as the show, but it's not. No, I don't, it doesn't look that bad, no. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm sure something I've heard is the anime is very faithful to the manga as well. So that's good. I I, I like I like when that's the case. Mm-hmm. Makes me very big happy. <laughs> all right. Or well, right. is there any other uh, points we want to bring up uh, at all? Uh, no, I think I'm good with it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm good with uh, getting into our wrap up. Would you say? Wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, we still have to do a rating. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Ah. All right. Do you want to go okay. first, Count, or do you want me to go first? I mean, you recommended it, so you go All first. Right. Uh, so Demon Slayer Entertainment District really kind anime. of... Zero out of ten. Uh, it really just kind of gave me more of what I was wanting from Demon Slayer. I felt the fight the fight scenes in this one were probably some of the best the series has had so far. Really creative, really great. They improved a lot of the characters that I kind of had slight issues with earlier. Not that I, like, I hated them, but like in season one, I was like, Nesco's cool, but she's just kind of there. You know, Zenitsu's really aggravating, and in this season, he wasn't that aggravating. We That's because he was asleep for half of it. Yeah. Um, so we they really kind of fixed some of the issues I had. What? Even though they were very minor. It kind of elevated that a bit. Uh, I think I honestly like this better than the first season in the movie. Just oh, I, I definitely like this uh, better than season one. Season one, because season I think, one was kind of like a prelude to like the big events of everything. Yeah. Like it had Tanjiro just fighting like smaller demons, and while yeah. the graphics and fights were really good, it didn't really get mm-hmm. as good until like the only really good part 
I can remember about uh, season one was probably just like the whole Spider Force arc. That's probably like the best part of it. Episode the nineteen when he does the Hitokami Kamigura for the first time, like okay. holy shit! That's like the le- legendary, absolutely. Le- it's like yeah. one of those moments where it's like, yo, Demon Slayer episode nineteen, so pog, so good. If you aren't watching Demon Slayer, you're not even an anime fan, dude. Yeah, it's like if you don't even care about the show, just at least watch episode nineteen. Like it's very much like just watch that episode, then peace out if you don't want to watch the rest. Like. Um, yeah, like I really well, no, like. I would it. agree with that. I would agree with that. Season two is better. Yeah, uh, honestly, there's the only r- real annoyance or issue I have <sighs> with this. It's just that I feel there was moments where Tanjiro very much just got protagonist privilege when he should have been kind of out of commission for a bit. Otherwise, I genuinely feel like it's almost a perfect season of a shonen. We had just enough setup to know what's going on and understand everything, and then we just had super great fights the rest of the time. Uh. I honestly think I'm going to give it a nine. I think that's what I gave Mugen Train, the movie, I think. But I, I genuinely feel like this is close to as perfect of a shonen as I could have for what I want out of a shonen. Only Tanjiro didn't have protagonist powers. Yeah, if only, like, they would have made that a little more believable to me, like, I think it would have been fine. Maybe we would have seen the wives do some of their shinobi skills to buy time for, like, him to recover a bit or something. Maybe would have made it more believable. They they would have died. They would have died. Oh, they totally would have. But, like, it's very much like they could have, like, I feel like there were situations where they could have, like, given him time to recover more to not just make it seem like, oh, no, I'm about to die. Oh, never mind. Breath of fresh air, second wind. Yeah, I'm going to give it a nine. I think it's great. I think if you like shonens and you haven't watched it, why haven't you? watch it you know obviously i'll be at Connor. what did what did you think of the entertainment district arc what did i think of the entertainment district arc is that what you're asking me yeah is that, that is the exactly. question okay that is exactly well, the question here we go all right so basically what happened uh with the entertainment district arc was uh it was good. It was a very good, uh, very good show. I actually I, I agree with you, Falcon. I think that this was definitely better than season one. I'd probably say it's better than Mugen Train as well as a whole. Or Mugen Train was really great and emotionally good in the act. There wasn't as much action. Well, I felt like there was like nonstop action. Like it was like the first three episodes was like set up. The episode of four onward was action, 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 Just action. Popped off. I feel like the last episode, which was really, it was really good. Like way to send off like the arc. With like the emotional backstory of the demons and like everyone just like recuperating and recovering. And honestly, I, I didn't mention this, but something I really liked the guy, the big guy, the head of the demon core, the guy, when he was like, Oh, they beat it. And he said thank you to everybody, including Nezuko. I'm like, thank you for including Nezuko's name. Respect yeah. that you consider he's this. He's the only one who really doesn't have an issue with her. He's like, Oh, if Tanjiro says she's not gonna hurt us, then like let's trust him. <laughs> like he's mad, like mad right. Mad respect for that. I gotta give him mad respect for that. But, I also uh, like too that he's like they killed one of the upper six. That hasn't happened in a hundred years. And then like you have the like snake Hashira or whatever be like, huh? You got this beat after only upper six, huh? Whatever, man. It's like well, clearly you've never killed one of them. So why are you acting like he's pro- that guy's probably gonna die when like, he gets in an arc hundred percent. I kind of hope so. He's the one Hashira that like I really just don't care about. No, it was like, the I'm other. Like, I do not care the, about you. Like, the mean you know. one. Oh, yeah. it's it's whatever. But anyway, I really yeah. liked uh, I really like like a lot of the things. The fights were good. The characters were great. The animation mm-hmm. was Chef's Kiss, amazing as always. Uh I I didn't really have that many problems with it, but I wouldn't say it was the perfect thing. Uh the perfect show, obviously, because that's kind of hard to do. Uh, but I will agree, and I'll probably give this a nine out of ten as well because it was just everything perfectly well together. Demon Slayer is honestly just such a good anime uh it's such a good show regardless i would say everyone has to experience it but if you are definitely an anime fan you should definitely watch this as well 
uh, start from the beginning or just start from wherever the heck you want. It's all just good. It's all just a good time. Right, Falcon? Yeah, it's, all that is correct. it's a great time. It's a good time. Terrific time. All right, Condor. This leads us into what we're watching for next week. It's finally we time. We had a certified banger this week. This was a bird. Demon Slayer Entertainment District Art was a certified Bird Brothers banger. Yeah, you know it. Certified. But next week, it's finally time. It's finally time, Falcon. I've been oh. wanting to watch the anime for weeks, for months. But oh, it's man. It's finally time. We can watch it because the dub it. is finally done. And the reason why I want oh, to watch man. the dub is because I really love Amelie. One, of the, one of the voice actresses who's in the show. Are you ready? Because we're finally yeah. watching My Dress Up Darling! We're watching it dubbed. It's going to be amazing. I cannot wait. I've been so hyped to watch this anime for literally as soon as I found out that like the, the girl who, who who's like, she basically does like anime vo- voice covers, anime song covers, and uh, I'm so happy to find out that uh, she was going to be the main girl. I'm like, oh, I got to watch this anime because it's going to be really great, and I can't wait. I'm super excited. So next week we're gonna be watching my dress up darling. All right. And you know, guys, if you want to talk about with us to talk about fangasm over Demon Slayer as well, you could just jump right into our Discord right about now. You know, the link is right yeah, below. Yeah, you know, the link is yeah, right yeah. there. You know, we talk, we have some good times. You know, recently one of our friends got got a PS5. Just got it today. Very good. Very happy. You know, well, we post that he was. They were successful. Yo, let's they, go. They were successful. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Really good. So and we, we like to talk about like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! and other type of stuff. So feel free to just pop on into the Discord, join the nest, have some good time with us, ask us questions, ask us anything. We we do really good. And you know, you can also find us on Twitter as well, where we post occasional updates on like things and stuff and stuffs and things. So it's all like really good and everything. You know, we just have a good time, right? Right, Falcon? Mm-hmm. That's right, that's right. And I guess with that being said, I guess uh, that's the end of the Bird Brothers podcast of Demon Slayer Entertainment Jeez. District Arc. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, mm-hmm. we will peace out right now. Take care. Laters. Let's go!